0: Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert
1: Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The Answer. America, are you ready for our world-famous Marriage Talk segment? We focus on man and woman coming together in matrimony before God and the community and their family and their friends we focus on the glory and the sanctity and the holiness and steaminess of marriage. Now, those words, Democrats, the, the left, the Jew-hating Democrats, and Hollywood will never, ever use when talking about marriage. Glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage of man and woman. So we do our world-famous marriage talk segment every Friday, bottom of the 8 o'clock hour. Started at the other station. It's been very successful. And my wingman through the entire op has been Robert Cossack, wrote the book Honor the Vow*. B-O-W, church deacon, marriage coach. What's up, Mr. C?
0: Hey, happy Friday. And and that was funny listening to Boutlier wanting to do a marriage segment. I think his only problem is he's in New York. I mean, that's where I was born, and I moved down here into the to, to the south, went to Florida State, and then found myself a beautiful Texas girl and followed her over here. I think he just needs to move down to Texas. He'll find himself a girl in no time.
1: Yes, ain't, you know what? Ain't that the truth? The women here are so mm. not just beautiful and lovely and conservative and God-fearing, which is not New York. But yeah. that whole friendly, you know, outside. Everything.
0: Yeah, everything. Get himself a southern belle.
1: Amen. go. Now we'll say this real quick. It like, n- not all down here is wonderful. My son, who's, a, who's single and dating, um, reported a story last week that he was, t- I was talking to some girl, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, how much do you make? And I'm like, oh, that is. <laughs> and, and and it happened before. So another girl, like, I said, that is such a Yankee girl thing. New oh, York, absolutely. Philly. New York, Philly. So how much do you make yeah. as they're chewing gum and drinking vodka? And I was like, really? So he said, yeah, oh dad. Gosh. I said, well, run from those kinds of women. They were raised poorly. Raised poorly. Absolutely. I right. agree. right. Let's get to our world-famous marriage talk segment, content. Robert Kosick writes it. He's a marriage coach. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Tip number 395. That's great. Rocktober, a montage of songs not for marriage. I'll say it again. These are rock songs not for marriage. The rock and roll era produced some great love songs that are often incorporated into weddings and anniversaries. We've covered a couple of them already this month. However, we thought it would be a bit more fun to talk about songs you may not want to dedicate to your loved one. This is good. Number one is the Eagles, my favorite band. Weddings and Brides put together a list of their favorite Eagles songs for weddings. You may be a bit surprised at their number ones. For example, they chose Lion Eyes as the best down-the-aisle song while they suggested the instrumental-only version, we're not sure that this is one of the best songs to kick-start
0: your marriage because it's the story of cheating, Robert Couser. <laughs> I know. And I'm with you. I love the Eagles. I think they're a fantastic band. And the, and the, the tune to most of the songs are very romantic and very nice. And well, if you really listen to the words, it's typically not that great for marriage. And this is a particular one. Can you imagine? I now pronounce you man and wife, and the dedicated song to them starting their marriages is... You got lying eyes. You're going to have an affair, and I'm going to catch you in it. That's <laughs> wait horrible. You.
1: <laughs> wait, ready? Here's lying eyes from the Eagles. Late at night, the big old house gets lonely. I guess every form of refuge has its price. As it breaks her heart to think her love is only given to a man with hands as cold as ice. So she tells him she must go out for the evening to comfort an old friend who's feeling down. But he knows where she's going as she's leaving. She's heading for on the cheating side of town.
0: Damn! Uh, so, so weddings and brides. This is a Who asked this for story. that? I know he so says this should be your best song, and you should go read the list. They got even better ones for the first dance and the dad dance. It's like, yeah, I don't think Eagles really. I uh, love the Eagles, but I don't think there's a whole lot of marriage-related songs. So in this particular case, I don't think you ought to start your marriage on that one. So, so today we're doing something a little different, rather than your traditional pick a normal, uh, easy to follow love song. We'll go in the opposite direction. We'll have a little fun with them.
1: Yeah, I can't. That's amazing that people would pick that. All right, uh, number two, world famous marriage talk segment: songs not to have at your wedding. During Rocktober is Brian Adams, who has some of the great songs. But she'd really pay attention to the lyrics before telling your spouse, I'm going to run to you, is your favorite. Brian sings about scratching an itch, but with someone to whom he's not married. We suggest uh, you make your spouse the one you run to when you have an itch to scratch. I, okay, that song I, I, I know, but I don't really know the words that well. So Run to You is about... He's got an itch. Yeah,
0: so it's a really, I just, I heard it the other day, and I'm sitting there going, no, wait, I'm listening to the words, because now I'm, I'm reading the words of all the songs that I've loved all these years, and I'm going, oh, wait a minute, that's not really a love song. He's talking about how wonderful his wife is, and how dedicated she is, and she would never hurt him whatsoever. He says, however, it probably would be better if she didn't know that when I really have this itch to scratch, I run to you, because making love to you is so easy. And he's talking about having an affair, and I never caught that before. I just thought, oh, it's a really pretty love song. No, it's not. (laughs) So that's no longer my favorite song. I'm going to tell my wife I love this song because that's going to get me in a lot of trouble if I tell her I love you to death. But yeah, there's this area I need to figure out with somebody
1: else. I, you know what? You got to listen to all the lyrics. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I think you should sit down, um, print them out,
0: whatever those websites are, and talk about it and blah, blah, blah yeah and and be careful which ones you dedicate to your spouse, especially that one uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But it goes but it goes to what you always say make make your wife your girlfriend and your mistress and all that stuff so that's that's really what you should do instead of what Brian suggests
1: yeah it, well, you should your wife should be your gumada yeah. your mistress Absolutely. Um, each day, each day, I play the role of someone always in control, but at night I come home and turn the key there's no there's nobody there, no one who cares for me. What's the sense of trying hard to find your dreams without someone to share it with? Tell me what's it mean. I want to run to you. I want to run to you. I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Wow. And there's other, yeah. So if there's other lyrics in there, he says she doesn't need to know this, but you know, and I love her and she would never be bad to me, but you're the one I run to when I want <laughs> <Crazy> sex. <laughs> <That's clever. laughs> you sex. That's Gotta be careful.
1: Honey, what's your first song going to be? He's walked down the aisle. Well, I was going to do a uh, lion eyes, but I'm going to go with run to you instead. Wow. <laughs> All right, world-famous Marriage Talk segment number three of songs you probably shouldn't have. Uh, We're all familiar with John Bon Jovi. Hallmark cards uh, tend to have great messages of love, but you won't find any with the lyrics of Bon Jovi's song, You give love a bad name. In that song he states, You promised me heaven, then you put me through hell. If that's where your marriage is, we recommend a weekend away with no agenda, but to re-explore each other and to find the love you once shared. That song I know.
0: Yes. I I know it, and most people know the words to that one. It's they're easy to understand. It's not so much the melody, it is the song. But if that's where your marriage is, and some marriages are, unfortunately. You know, we we, we get some really good emails from people saying, thank you for all you do, but we also get the ones that are kind of off the rails a little bit. And those are the people I, unfortunately, wind up dealing with and get the marriages turned around. But if that's where your marriage is, don't give up on the marriage. Be intentional. Put a plan together and let's fix this thing. And the first thing you need to do is go away for the weekend only on each other and get back to what you fell in love with in the first place. Refine each other, relearn each other, and you can have that phenomenal marriage instead of Amen. slamming your wife and telling her that you make my life hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is brutal, work. dude. You you promised me heaven, you put me through hell. <laughs> Damn. Uh anyway, if you can't get away, if because with the Biden economy, what the Democrats have done to destroy American economy, you know what? Just go back to those days when you all had that. Everyone had their first apartment when you are married. Oh, yeah. Right? So
0: uh, Absolutely. And, and, and i say I have available, maybe on my website, I can't remember, you can download, it. it's a 30-30 challenge and it's going to walk with 15, you know, 30 minutes a day for 30 days and that doesn't cost you anything and it's beautiful weather for that. It's an exercise to get you back on track with each other. It's a great way to do this and doesn't cost you a dime.
1: Amen, amen. Uh, world famous marriage talk segment. Uh, go to the hot and heavy tip. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, Telephone Line with Robert Kosick. ELO, Electric Light Orchestra song, Telephone line starts out with the lyrics. I'd tell you everything if you'd pick up that telephone. They probably didn't have cell phones back then, but they did have the same problem. Once you got on the phone, it seems impossible to end the call because they just keep talking. With that in mind, why would you ever interrupt your time together to answer the phone? Better yet, leave the phone in the other room. Robert Kosick.
0: Another one of your great tips is why do you even have that in the room to begin with? It's so much of an interruption. Just put it out there. But you know if you pick the phone up, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you everything. I have this long story. They're calling you to fill you in on stuff. It's usually not to say, hey, pick something up at the grocery store and hang up. You get on that phone, it's over. I mean, the whole mood is gone. Everything's messed up. Even if you don't answer it, you're going to be worried about, well, what was that? Should I have answered it? Just put it away. I'm not. Have undivided (laughs) time with each other. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, and, and I say it, uh, Robert Kosick, I say it a thousand times. Even before, when phones were just coming out, uh, the little flips and all that stuff, I would say ditch the phone because your most important, most important object or item in your life is in front of you that could your wife, you know. Even if you're kids, ditch the phone. So I didn't, one of the things we were watching the game last night, I, I keep the phone in another room. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Now the I'm other distracted. thing, as a marketing guy, because, we, you know, what my media company does, I came across stats on know, Friday or Monday. People watching television or, or streaming on their big screens, like their TVs, 70% have a phone in the hand. I was shocked. So we have to adjust all our marketing and our digital to accommodate that. And I was thinking, seven, so you're watching TV? 70% of y'all have the phone in your hand. While you're looking at the big screen, you're farting around with the small screen. Only 30% of us, Mr. Kosick. Have a phone in the other room. That is blanked up to the max. Final thoughts.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, just to go back to that, if you have one of those smart watches, if you have to have something, that's the best way to do it because you're not really seeing contact. But if there's an emergency on your phone that's in the other room, it'll ping you and tell you there's an emergency. It's still not the distraction you want, but it's better than actually having the phone, which has a 100 other distractions on it. Right. And then going back to that tip with the telephone line, I don't know if you saw when you were at the Scarecrow Festival, we saw a plaque while we were there. And it was the best plaque I ever saw with people that talk all the time. It says, in spite of the look on my face, you're still talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's gold so, I, that's love really
0: that one. I love that i love that so it's one of my favorite ones but it's one of those things when, when i am focused on being with my wife i don't want to talk to you and that looks on my face ought to make that really clear that i have no time for you because my mind is over here so get your mind in the right place and and get rid of everything else that can distract you from amen. it you'll have a fantastic marriage
1: amen could you imagine genesis 2 24, if it's like, and God could, man, you know, they got together, they got married, turned off the phones. It's amazing we have to <laughs> even say that. Like, you, I, you guys got your brides right there and I n- 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 no one's home or you lock the door or the bedroom and, for crying out loud, in a bucket. What, oh, what's I mean, more even, important? Even, to- that
0: first, even that first tip, right? Lying eyes at your wedding. Who would do that? But somebody put it on the list. And I'm like, so we, we got to say it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably a bride who's smoking a cigarette coming down the aisle. To be honest with you,
0: and, and after that, how much money do you make, right? Yeah. Oh, that can we?
1: <laughs> another time with my, you know, my. I can still call my baby. He's twenty-four. Uh, yeah. He's like, Dad, what's with these girls today? And he was at one place, and he's at another place. What? Well, really? What? Uh, how much money do you make? What do you do? And he was like, Wow, I can't talk about. I raise him. You don't talk about that stuff. That's no, Great. a stranger. In a, are you kidding me? Of course, I said, as a father, was she to Was of course. <laughs> Who you know? All right, here we go. Uh, that concludes our world famous marriage talk segment for this the twenty first of October, completely in theme. Robert Kosick. go to his website, Honor the Vow, V O W, Honor the uh, Four different languages, I believe. Gosh knows how many editions are out already about his marriage book. Great work. You have a wonderful and blessed weekend. You do the same, Sam. Roger that, sir. Back in a Second America,
0: in 70, the answer.